0: simple passive cashier listeners we are taking a break from the regular hard investing tax legal podcast topic matter and talking a little bit something that enriches a lot of your guys souls out there something that i've been attuned to since starting the podcast actually and getting into a lot of personal development is this aspect of play in your life you can't be Pedal to the metal, balls to the wall, type A personality all the time. If not, you'll burn out. And You have to infuse play into your day. This is a story about a dude named Lane. He moved to the mainland and bought one place to stay. And then one day he went, and tried to rent them out. And then he became one real investor, man. Today, we have Mike Tonanch from playfulhumans.com com, going to be talking about how can we infuse this into our life without getting too crazy here, but thanks for jumping on Mike.
1: Yeah. It's so great to be here. And I'm glad you said without getting too crazy because there are some people in the play space. I'm not going to, you know, name any names, but they like the crazy bow ties and like the gags and they're, or they're wearing balloons on their head or whatever. And they go a little too nuts. That's not me personally. I I feel like I relate to your audience a lot because I'm a professional. I'm a professional sales trainer. I try to take myself seriously. And how I got here was I was trying to do the Tim Ferriss thing and just over optimize and measure and be super productive and watch my time management and analyze everything and collect that. And I just found that it didn't work for me. It it works to a certain extent, but like you said, it's really easy to get burned out and go, wait, why am I doing all this? Why am I Trying to come up with all of this extra cash flow. What am I using it for? Am I just putting another comma in the bank account or am I going to spend it someday? Like, what am I doing it all for? And, and that's really where I landed on play from. An adult rational perspective. Like I'm not telling you to quit your job and go be a hippie and tour the Western United States on a motorcycle or something. Like I want you to be productive. And I found that play actually does that all of the research shows that people that play, that are happier, that are more engaged with their life, perform better, they make more money, they lose weight, they have more sex. Like it's ridiculous, all the the positive benefits of it.
0: Yeah. Thanks for saying that. I'm glad to hear that because if there are a lot of botched podcasts that I do as I look for <laughs> this more. The minority of the podcasts are these more alternative topic matters that I think would enrich other high performing, high net worth uh, investors out there. And I've had really bad ones where they're like all <laughs> these woo woo stuff. Yeah. And personally, and I think a lot of this resonates with a lot of my investors, like I'm more of like a realist. I believe in personal development, but I'm not going to look at myself in the mirror and tell myself like a bunch of mantras and repeat it.
1: Like, I'm good enough.
0: Yeah. Damn it. People like me. I don't do that <laughs> type of stuff. Um, not saying it doesn't work. It just doesn't yeah. work for me. I don't believe in fairy tales and Easter bunnies and stuff like that. But going back to your origin, were you always naturally able to put in this play aspect or was it what were your early career days
1: your personal that's a great question i think i have always been in this playful persona so when i was in school i happened to be really gifted at computers i was designing websites in high school which isn't very impressive now but in the late 90s there weren't that many people that could do it. I made a lot of money, had a lot of fun designing websites, but I was like, I don't want to be a nerd. Like, I don't want to sit in a room by myself behind a computer all day. Like, I want to be cool. I want to be a DJ and be on the radio and stuff and have more play in my life. So I, after college, I did that. I had my own radio station on the top 40 station in Kansas city here. I was Romeo on mix 93.3 and had a blast with that, but I found a couple of things happened. Number one, sitting in a room by yourself behind a computer all day. You tell a funny joke and nobody's there to laugh. They're listening in their car, their home office, somewhere else. And also it pays a quarter of what computer programmers make. And so I was having a lot of fun. I wasn't feeling successful because I didn't feel like I was growing or being a professional or getting the intellectual side of things. And so I switched and I went too far the opposite direction. I became a sales trainer. My dad works for uh, Sandler Training as well, but I work for the international team now and I do sales training for companies like Uber and Thermo Fisher Scientific and all kinds of large corporations and make really great money. And I still get to do my entertainment thing, get on a microphone. Whenever you're doing stuff for other people, it starts wearing on you. You have to perform and work inside of that culture and I'm not having as much fun. I was overworking, working long hours and also building a lot of stuff there. I wrote a book and just overcharged that way. So about three years ago, I decided to, to reset. And I was like, you know what, I need to find a foot in both worlds. I want to be a professional corporate speaker that also does entertainment and empowers people to, to find play. And I found at least for me in my life, when I balance the creativity, the unknown and the, the playfulness of life with the data science and the certainty and the hard work and saving money and stuff. That's really when I'm fully engaged. That's when I'm living my best life as I have one foot in both worlds. Like I said, I'm not going to go crazy, just full on hippie, playful, live on a commune and dance and sing all day. That's not my thing. But I also can't go full on programming data, measuring this, or checking my Fitbit and doing Pomodoros every hour.
0: What are some mistakes people normally do?
1: Is... I really feel like if I'm going to teach playfulness, I can't do like the seven steps to playfulness. Here's what you do to check off the list because play and fun is something that is a little bit more spontaneous than that. It needs some room and some space in your life. So what I like to tell people is you were already a genius at play. And in your life, you have been, had genius levels of creativity. You just lost it about the time you hit puberty and people started, you started caring about other people's opinions and you had to do things to be productive and teachers in school beat it out of you. Fun looks like for you. And it's different for everybody. I have a quiz on the website. If you want to go check that out, it's a good place to start. Playfulhumans.com quiz. There's 10 different playful personality types. You might be an athlete. You might be a creator. You might like board games or or video games, or you might like exploring and, and hiking, or you might be solving puzzles. There's lots of different things. There's even a playful personality type where you like producing parties and putting on events for other people. So producing things like this podcast and, and stuff is is fun. But I don't think you need to overthink it and I don't think you need to analyze it. What I found was with most driven type A personality people, It's, they need to put it on their schedule and they need to see that it's that important. That if you don't take an hour to play a day, you're going to be less productive the next day that you're going to burn out. It's unsustainable. It's like sleep and nutrition and everything else we look at play is one of those four things you need at least on a regular basis. If not every single day, I try and do all four of these every day, but at least every week I need to spend some time playing. I need to spend some time performing or you know, using my abilities to produce to the best of my ability. I need to hit pause a few times. So I do like mindfulness and, and meditation. I don't think it's the only answer, but you have to pause and rest and sleep. The other one people miss a lot though, is practice. You need to take some time to learn and get better at what you do in order to perform better the next day. Professional athletes don't just go play live football games every single day. They spend some time practicing And then on Sundays, they perform at their best. And I think if we as driven professionals think about those things, we put play, practice, pause, and performance into our days, it really creates a sustainable level of energy in our life.
0: Here at simplepassivecashflow.com, we work with hardworking professionals looking to opt out of investments for the clueless. I mean, mainstream investing. With so many randals out there, hollow endorsements on crowdfunding websites that just act as broker-dealers taking commission to list syndications on their website, and institutional Wall Street companies out there, who do you trust? We follow a simple formula of working with people we have a direct relationship with while enjoying higher returns and a quicker path to financial freedom. The trifecta is simple. First, syndication deals to get Two, passive losses to unlock other tax best practices And thirdly, infinite banking The problem that many astute Simple Passive cash flow club members find Is that syndications typically have a minimum of $50,000 to invest And frequency of deals is sporadic Check out my article at simplepassivecashflow.com To learn how I always have cash on hand Using the American Homeowner Preservation Fund As part of this one-two punch be ready for a great deal while still making an attractive return. I've been investing in AHP since 2016. AHP is a crowdfunding solution to the mortgage crisis in America, where the fund takes care of operational headaches for you and pulls money together to get bulk discounts on distressed mortgages. It's a business model that I think gets stronger should a slowdown in the economy come because there will be even more distressed inventory for ahp to purchase ahp's latest fund aims to keep people in their homes by investing in notes so you can make a seven percent return and feel good about making a positive social impact invest as little as hundred dollars by going to ahptitle.com if you want the free burn zone book please claim it at simpleclassic ahp and oh don't forget to join our private investor club Join us at simplepassacashual.com slash club. I think you mentioned one thing in the beginning of that, where you said it's like people get the pre and they start to feel that they're being judged by other people. I think to me, that is what blocks most people from even doing any of this stuff in the first place. So again, I would just say, screw other people stop worrying what other people think yeah gracious you guys aren't children anymore you guys are adults out there they think about old people right one thing you hear like a lot of old people say is stop caring what other people think about you and just actually start living now (laughs) maybe people get upset with me because everybody gets offended these days but if you're in your 30s 40s 50s you're probably still worrying what people are thinking about you and I'm just telling people like begin with the end in mind, just like cash flow, right? Create your cash flow streams today instead of doing the appreciation accumulation theory at the end. In 30, 100%. 40 years, you're not gonna care jack of what these people are thinking about you. And if you're if you have a lot of cash flow, you're gonna have a lot of options, you're probably gonna lose these people behind anyway. That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't talk to really anybody I yeah. used to have be a coworker with these days. Heavens, no. If you're not on the path to finance or freedom, you don't work out, we're probably not going to hang out.
1: I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you got to find your tribe, right? Find people that that do value those things. And the same thing goes with play, right? Maybe your your spouse or the people that you hang out with don't like doing uh, karaoke or they don't like running and, and playing sports outside or whatever. Well, find people that do. There are enough humans out there that you can find somebody that does geek out on the same thing that you geek out. I love everything that you said. You're right. Kids don't have a filter. They don't care. They'll ask people anything. They're authentically themselves at 5 years old. And I love what you said about older people too. They run out of blanks to give. I don't know if you curse on the this podcast or not. They don't care anymore. They're like, I don't have any to give. I don't care what you think I'm doing my thing. And I don't think again that means you have to go full on crazy. What that means to me is I need to carve out some time in my day to do something that I love. Because even when you're saving all this extra cash flow or you're planning for retirement, you might not make it to retirement. If you're saving all of your recreation for the last 20 years of your life, you might not have the physical ability to enjoy it or you might not even make it there. So, how can we spread that into our whole life so that we're taking out some time? And it doesn't have to be a ton. An hour a day to build a Lego or do a drawing. There's adult coloring books and adult Lego kits and great puzzles or online games or any sort of activity. Go ride a bike or, or play a sport or find something fun to do that's just going to recharge this just for you. That it's not for anybody Also, who cares what they think? They don't even need to see it.
0: Before I left Seattle, when I was working at a day job, we would go and play Frisbee every Tuesdays and Thursdays for an hour that ended up being an hour and a half after lunch. Huh. And I'll be honest, those couple of years, that was probably the only thing I remember daily life.
1: And um, it's the best part of it, right?
0: Yeah, and but it was important because we planned it. It was on the schedule every Tuesdays yeah. and Thursdays. What are some other ideas or things that people, does it have to be a hobby? How, how can you schedule What about some smaller ideas for micro play sessions?
1: Yeah, I think that's true too. A lot of people don't know this. Over 60% of CEOs take play breaks during their day. They might be playing a video game on their phone or listening to music that they like. Like they just need to step away and tune out and it recharges your creative energy and stuff too. So it doesn't have to be complicated. I love what you said. I think those are great tips. If you join a bowling league or a sports league or whatever you want to play, a dart night or something uh, with your friends, all of that is going to hold you accountable to actually doing it. You can block out that time easily. If you don't have that time, I think it's about finding those micro moments for, for yourself. I think you want to give yourself probably at least 20 minutes to decompress and step away from what you're doing just to get your, your brain into that right mindset but I would say up to an hour, find out whatever that thing is for you. If you love to make things with your hand, take a wood carving class or look up videos online. Or if you like to use your brain to solve puzzles, go do escape rooms or find interesting Sudoku puzzles online or whatever it happens to be. It doesn't need to be crazy fun, like New Year's Eve level fun. (laughs) That's not play. It's just an engaging challenge where you're using your whole mind, your whole body. You get into that flow state. And you're doing it just for you because you chose to, not because anybody else told you you had to, or you're getting paid to do.
0: I think that's the key, right? The concentration factor is off. Like it's not something for productivity, like editing podcasts or maybe Sudoku puzzles falls in that category. That you could do it as a play, but it you know may not be like a CrossFit workout because it's very yeah. focused. I don't know.
1: I mean, if you enjoy it and you're choosing to do it, right? But it, if you're Doing CrossFit, or your spouse told you you need to lose weight, or because you feel like you have to, or something, or you're getting paid to teach the class. Yeah. That's different. That or because that's it's on the board, external.
0: Because it's on the board, and damn it, you have to do it.
1: Play is, is specifically freely chosen, and that's what makes it fulfilling to you. Because we need moments in our day. We all have obligations. You mentioned changing diapers. We got to pay taxes. We got to hit the bills. We got to do all kinds of stuff for client work and other things. But I think part of the the beauty part of passive cash flow right is it gives you that time back don't waste it don't waste it watching netflix and not engaging and tuning out of your life do something that you're going to remember make a memory do something that you choose so that's my big one too about television is don't watch watching nfl football doesn't they're playing you're not you're watching passively right if you go play football, throw the ball around with your friends, that counts. Now you're engaged in your life and you're connecting with other people in your environment.
0: Another idea I had is like podcasts, right? People will listen to podcasts, not for pleasure, but for content and focus. And a side note, guys, if you guys are listening to the Simple Passive or any podcast for more than a year, stop listening. Please like just join <laughs> our community. Like this is just a marketing thing to get you to sign up for our community. I'll be honest. <laughs> right? it's the same over stuff over and over again in in podcast land you don't get we don't get nearly into enough into the good stuff into the juicy stuff that's all behind closed doors and i like and I say that because it's like go well, do something fun, stop like trying to fill your head with a bunch of the same old garbage over and over again like when was the last time you you listen to a song, huh. talking to the very minority of people out there that said, oh, I'm not going to listen to the radio because they said, not listen to radio. You're supposed to be in your automobile university. You're supposed to listen to podcasts, filling your head with good stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm that way. I'm definitely that way. I listen to podcasts when I run and when I look and I love learning, but it does at some points become a job and it's, oh, I'm subscribed to these five podcasts I have to listen to by Friday or I feel like I'm not caught up. I, uh, I didn't. Get my thing and and podcasts keep getting longer and stuff i <laughs> think so i've already shouted out tim ferris clearly i'm a fan like a three-hour show from him and joe rogan that's six hours of your life where you're not engaged in doing it
0: i don't really listen to podcasts uh, yeah. these days
1: if you're consuming media and you're doom scrolling on your phone maybe both at the same time you're passively living your life and we want it the other way we want the passive income and we want to f- be fully engaged actively and, and enjoying.
0: Boring investments, but fun life, consciously choosing.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: Any other like quick tips or ideas to consciously infuse that'll play into your daily life or on a weekly basis?
1: Man, I, I think it really is about the choice that you said. I, I think people know how to do it. But if you need a role model, look at kids. When you look at a, a five-year-old or a 10-year-old they know how to play. They have genius levels of creativity. They will inspire you. You just got to go in and, and join the fun at that point. And then from there, I think you have to think about when you lost that play and why you lost. We all think that kids should go outside and play more, that they need to get more exercise. The NFL has a play 60 campaign and encouraging kids to play outside for 60 minutes. At what age is that not a good idea? Just because you graduate college, you shouldn't move your body for 60 minutes a day anymore. You shouldn't enjoy your life. You shouldn't play with your friends or, or go outside. No, that's your whole life. At 20, at 30, at 40, at 50, at 80 or hundred, it's still probably important for you to get up an hour a day and play, right? Move your body, engage your mind. It staves off Alzheimer's. It, it builds muscle, builds creativity and brain connections. This is something that is vital to human success and survival. We just got distracted by other things and capitalism along the way. And there's nothing wrong with it. It just shouldn't be the only thing. I don't believe in you.
0: Yeah, once you get your contact information out there, case people want to check out the quiz. Check-
1: you bet the quiz is at playfulhumans.com/quiz. It's playful humans on all the social media channels. And that's the name of the podcast as well. Since you're a podcast listener, uh, go check it out again. Glenn said, you don't have to listen to all of them. Don't make it a job, but go find something that's fun for you. For me, it's, it's interviewing people and getting to know cool people and how they did it. Like uh, famous magicians on America's got talent or, or mind readers or people that do like sword swallowing and juggling and all kinds of crazy different things. Like how do they make a career out of that? They're making six figures, loving their life, traveling the world and having fun. And they're just juggling or telling jokes for a living. That to me is, is really interesting and how they're doing that. So that's what I dive into.
0: Thanks guys for listening a little bit different, but again, I think the action item for everybody is go out and schedule fun, maybe hopefully every day, but just micro sessions here, there. figure out what that is for you and the, Probably what you guys are going to run into is you know, your peer group that is a bunch of boring people that want to still fit in the box. But look, life's short, guys. Get out there and live like you're going to die tomorrow in a way. Invest for the long term, of course. You're probably going to live a long time. Do those, do those infinite banking policies. Get the life insurance too. If you're maybe your peer group, you need to change your peer group up. If they're not people who want to live the kind of life that you are, get some new friends. I'm kind of joking there.
1: No, I think you're going to be surprised that your friends need it as much as you do, that if you ask them to go throw the ball in the park or go to karaoke night or an escape room or something, do a game show or play a board game night, they love it. We've all been cooped up, man. We all need to get out of the house and play. So if they don't, you're right. Yeah. You, know, you got a problem. If people discourage that, man, more often than not, they're just going to be happy that you invited them out.
0: Yeah. Just tell them you're like your therapist told you to do it. And if they laugh at you, then get rid of them. Kind of <laughs> joking there, but I'm half serious, it's but good. thanks guys. We'll see you guys next time.